Welcome to A Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. This is Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of A Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, our guest is Raheem Majavi. Raheem works for Knightsbridge FX. Maybe, Raheem, you could tell us a little bit about what Knightsbridge FX is. Sure. So thanks for having me. No, no and we're, um, we're a currency exchange company. We're uh, based headquartered out of Toronto, but we work with Canadians all across Canada. And essentially what we do is we help Canadians get a better exchange rate than the bank when you're converting Canadian to U.S. dollars or other currencies. So typically the banks will mark it up about 2 2.5% uh, hidden within the exchange rate. And we come in, we undercut the banks and uh, through volume and basically end up saving your, your bottom line uh, on currency exchange. So typical end users would be snowbirds, uh, you know, property buyers, uh, travelers, and um, international tuition, and businesses that are importing and exporting or getting paid in U.S. dollars. Excellent. Maybe you could just go over um, some of the mechanics, how it works process. Sure. So let's use an example of if you're a snowbird and you're, you're buying your international property or you need to pay your monthly maintenance at the end of the month or the expenses that you've racked up on a credit card. So essentially what you do is you'd register on our website. We are a regulated entity, so we are required to know who you are before we can work with you. So the registration process is relatively quick. We can get it done within a couple of hours typically. And we can always rush it for you as well. You'd give us a call and say, okay, I want to buy 10000 you know, 50000 or $2,000. And uh, what's the exchange rate? So we'll tell you what the exchange rate is. Uh, you can check that uh, versus your bank, or you can call your bank in advance before you call us, or we can help you do that as well. And let's say you're happy with the exchange rate. You're like, great, I'm, you're delivering some savings to me. I have a Canadian and U.S. dollar account at any of the big five banks in Canada or the credit unions. You would simply give us your Canadian dollar account at your Canadian bank and your U.S. dollar account at your U.S. Uh, at your U.S. dollar account at your bank in Canada, and we would simply debit and credit those accounts. So let's say you bank with uh, RBC, for example, you could add us as an online bill payee, make a payment online, and we would deposit those uh, U.S. dollar funds at the agreed upon exchange rate into your RBC U.S. dollar account. Depending on the bank you work with, the process may vary slightly. So we are listed as a bill payee with some banks in Canada, and with the others that we're not, we would just debit and credit your accounts. Uh, bill payment takes about two business days. Debit and credit could take about four to five days. Uh, we do have a same-day service where you'd have to do a wire. That would require you to physically go into your bank, and your bank would probably charge you some fees to do that. But if you're doing a large enough transaction, it may be worth it to do that. No, well, look, we, we're here to keep um, you know keep the banks honest. The banks have had a nice ride in Canada for a long period of time. There's you know basically an oligopoly. They don't really compete on price. So we're here to say, look, call your bank, get a rate, call us, get a rate. And if we're delivering savings to you, you can always test our service out with a small dollar amount. You don't have to do the large dollar amount if you just want to see how our service works in the process. You get going with a very, very small dollar amount, say like 100 bucks, just to see the process. And if you're happy with it, uh, keep using it. Um, but there's no obligation. Uh, we tell you, you know, what the cost is up front. So there's no hidden fees, um, you know, when we're debiting and crediting your accounts. Yes, I found that it's like a large savings, at least whenever I was transferring a large amount of money. So um, people who are doing like I am and buying in uh, properties in the States and using Canadian funds, you really should be finding an alternate solution to a bank because the like you said, there's like the two to three or two to two and a half percent rates that they're charging you that you're instantly lost. Like if you're looking at your uh, 
you know, whatever you like to look at your cap rate or cash on cash, you've instantly just blew away 2% by using a bank. <laughs> Let's dive into the dollar a little bit. Is now the time to be moving all our money to uh, US? If- sure. So there's obviously no way to predict where it's going to go. But in terms of some of the things that have been happening recently, we've seen the US dollar gain a lot of steam in the last you know couple of weeks or several months. And it's driven by a couple of factors. So let's start to look at what's happened in terms of the rise of the dollar. And then, you know, if some of those factors will continue, and then, you know, what some of the projections are by some of the big five banks in terms of where the dollar could go. So recently, we've had um, the US economy is quite strong, and the US is raising interest rates in the US. And that attracts money into the United States and into the US dollar. And as a result, the US dollar goes up. So when the Fed raises rates, US dollar typically goes up as a result of it. And the US economy is strong, so the Fed's gonna continue to to raise interest rates. The second factor uh, and counter to that is the Bank of Canada in Canada. So as a Canadian economy does well, the Bank of Canada will raise rates in Canada and that will attract money into Canada. And as a result, the Canadian dollar will go up. So those two kind of counteract each other but the Fed is a little bit ahead of the game and a little bit more consistent, um, I'd say, with where the outlook is going to be. Whereas with Canada, there's a little bit more murkiness in the short term. And that's driven by a couple of factors. So the first factor is this whole NAFTA renegotiation. And that's really taken everyone for a spin. And what's happening is that because of these tariffs uh, on steel and aluminum, potential on automobiles, and the potential renegotiation of the whole agreement, Canada's economy can be severely impacted as a result of it. So because of the uncertainty where we just don't know where things will play out, a lot of people may not be investing in Canada, may be worried about the Canadian economy. It might cause the Bank of Canada to wait um, before raising interest rates, so kick the can further down the road. And all of that has a negative sentiment and an impact on the Canadian dollar. And that's why we've seen the U.S. dollar rise so rapidly so fast, partially because the U.S. dollar is strong, but also because the Canadian dollar um, you know, is getting weaker because of some of those factors. So in the short term, doesn't look too good in terms of where the outlook for uh, the U.S. dollar and the Canadian dollar is going to go. We think there's going to be continued pressure on the Canadian dollar in the short term over the next several months. That being said, the Canadian economy is strong. Oil prices have been, you know, relatively stronger today than they have been over the last, you know, year or two. We're not we're far away from forty dollars a barrel of oil. And we've noticed the pumps continuously going up and strong oil leads to a stronger Canadian economy. So in the short term, we think there's a little bit of murkiness for the Canadian dollar. We think the US dollar is going to get some strength in the short term. Over the medium and longer term, we think it makes business sense for NAFTA to be renegotiated on terms that are favorable to, you know, to obviously both countries, as opposed to just a completely tear up of the agreement. And so when that happens, that'll bring a lot more certainty to the, to the market. People will know the rules of the game and the Canadian dollar will rebound as a result of it. Now, when this NAFTA renegotiation happens, we really don't know when that's going to take place. Is that a three month timeline, a six month timeline? You know, are we a year away from that? And because it's a renegotiation between two parties, we really don't know. Uh, this negotiation has happened for over a year now. And we've had instances where people have said, oh, we're so close to a deal or we're so far away from a deal. And, um, and there's a lot of political games being played. And Canadians are basically caught as a result of it. So the short term doesn't look too good for the U.S. dollar. 
the longer term, I think the Canadian dollar will rebound a little bit. If you look at, you know, a 20-year average in the Canadian dollar, we're probably at around an 80-cent loony if you look at a 20-, 30-year average. So we're not too far away from there. We're probably at around 77, you know, 76 cents. So we're a couple of cents off of the long-term average. Now, should you make a decision to buy real estate based on exactly where the Canadian dollar is doing, you probably have a really long-term time horizon. You know, would you let um, that impact your decision? That's kind of a different question altogether. So if you have a 20, 30-year time horizon, uh, you know, maybe it doesn't make too much sense to delay your investment just as a result of it. You probably want to try to time it a little bit better. Yeah. But those are all different things to kind of consider, um, especially the potential opportunity you may gain in, in that investment versus the you know potential risk of the loan moving a couple of cents kind of the other way. And, and so some of the banks, for example, um, you know, if we start to look at what some of the banks are forecasting. So basically once a month we will release, uh, you know, to our clients what the banks think the projections are for the loony at the end of 2018 and 2019. So in the short term, um, you know, as I said, I think there's a little bit of downside for the loony, but I think in the longer term, most of the banks are predicting the loony to get stronger. And um, that's going to be a result of stronger oil, stronger economy, Bank of Canada, you know, raising rates and NAFTA renegotiations basically taking place. So I think in the short term, a little bit of murkiness in the long term, the loony should do well. You know, we think it should hover around an 80 cent loony, you know, in 2019. And then after that, a lot of it's going to be based on where oil is. So if you remember back in the day, several years ago, when oil was $120 a barrel, the dollar was very close to par. And, you know, we're very far away from that now. We do think oil will get a little bit stronger in the short, you know, in the in the medium term. And that's going to help uh, basically the, the rebound. Well, I think, you know, at the end of the day, um, and you have to remember that as uh, as potential investors that may not follow the market. So, you know, you're a, you're a snowbird. Uh, you've already bought your property. You've got expenses to pay. Um, if you've already made the investment, um, you know, the loony is something you can't control anyway. Right. So regardless of where what's happening kind of in the world with NAFTA, loony is something you can't really control, regardless of if you wanted to. You don't know what the time horizons are and you don't know, you know, how these how these uh, impacts are going to trickle down. So at the end of the day, you focus on what you can control as, you know, as a as a business or as an investor, the things that you can do due diligence on and things that you can find out. The loony is one of those things that you can't control. So, you know, we work with a lot of, you know, manufacturers, importers and exporters, and they've got to run their business, you know, for multiple years, regardless of what happens to the loony. So, yes, they want to try to, you know, buy and sell on dips and valleys. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of the stuff averages out. So um, if you can't follow the market as closely, just focus on the things that you can follow and the things that you can do due diligence on whatever your core business is. And, and you know, and focus on that. Don't try to get too intertwined with trying to pick the, the peaks and the valleys with the loony. It can, you know, make your head spin and you can have a lot of sleepless nights for things that you really can't control. So right. focus on the things you can control. That's great advice. Uh, Raheem, if uh, someone wanted to get in touch with you or Knightsbridge, uh, what's the contact information for the website or the phone, your phone number for the company? Sure. Yeah. Well, our, our website is knightsbridgefx.com. So it's knights with an S at the end of night. And then the word bridge and the letter fx.com. And we've got a toll-free number, uh, which is one eight seven seven. 355-5239. And you can always go on our website, uh, you know, submit a question or just get a, a, a no obligation free quote, uh, test the transaction out or just, you know, call your bank, get a rate, 
call us, get a rate, see if your bank's taking care of you. If they're not, uh, you know, we're always here for you as a Canadian company to, to try to keep the banks, try to keep the banks honest. And, you know, the goal is to deliver savings to your bottom line. Perfect. I really appreciate your time, Rahim. Uh, I think this was really helpful to uh, the listeners. Maybe we could have you on every three or six months just to get a quick update on what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. We'd, we'd love to uh, help with whatever we can. As I said, we do have a blog and I'd love to give you some of that information as well on a regular basis. And um, yeah, if you'd like us on, we're happy to come and talk about the market. Perfect. Well, thanks for your time, Raheem. Yeah, thanks for having me.